Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode five of uh, Demo Listen. Simple premise, we listen to punk, hardcore, and punk and hardcore adjacent releases. Uh, bands submit stuff to us, we listen to their music, give an honest opinion. We're not, uh, we're not critics, this isn't a review show, we just like punk and hardcore, so we listen to it, and we talk about it, and we want uh, to get people listening to new bands. Um, I am Gray, I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan, and we actually have a guest co-host uh, co today, uh, which is the cricket in the background. Um, we're recording in a basement right now. Um, we could try to find the cricket, but I think that it lends a nice ambiance. Nate pointed out that it, it kind of makes it sound like we're recording in the woods or something. Um, so if you want a nice down, you know, I guess a nice homey feel, mm. then th this cricket is perfect for you. Yeah, and it's going to die alone and in despair in the basement. Yeah. Probably yeah. eaten by a centipede. Probably, yeah. Yeah, because you got some big ones down here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's the premise of the show. It's quite simple. Um, we have a queue of bands. We roll a D10, and whatever the D10 lands on, we pick a band from the queue and we listen to it. So we don't get around to every band every episode. So right up top, we're going to go ahead and list uh, list all the bands in the queue. So that way, even the bands that we don't get to, uh, we'll get a little bit of shine, and you guys can take uh, take the initiative and listen to them yourself. Um, so we're also, we kind of kept some bands from the last episode in the queue that didn't get a chance with the, uh, you know, to, to give them a shot to, to pop up this episode. So we've got, uh, Redbait with their most recent release, Cages on New Age Records, uh, which is a, you know, a classic 90s, uh, hardcore label, uh, big back catalog of stuff worth, worth checking out. We've got Controlled Substance with their demo, um, new band described as early American hardcore, um, which is something that I'm always into uh, as long as it doesn't suck. So hope, hoping we get to that one this episode. We have Prissy, which is the solo project of uh, an individual named Jesse Major who sent this over to me. We've got Time Spiral, uh, which is members of a Milwaukee band called Falter, and uh, Rob Luna, who's in this band, also used to play in Focus Minds and other bands from that era, or area, rather. We also have A Front from Chicago, um, which features uh, Ebro, who is a Chicago hardcore legend um, on vocals. I think that this features a lot of people from that 90s Chicago hardcore scene of MK Ultra and Crudos and that kind of stuff. Um, I have actually listened to this already, and I told you about it, and it's really fucking good. Um, we've got uh, the self-titled first 7-inch by a band called Love and Trust from Louisville. Uh, if you're I, if you're a coastal person and you don't have your eyes on middle America, you're fucking up right now because Louisville has a really rad scene going on. Um, Love and Trust is the newest offering from that community. It features my homie Matt on vocals. Matt in the 90s played in uh, the band Mouthpiece, who is a rad youth crew, straight-edge youth crew revival band, um, one of the better bands of that era in that style, in my opinion. He also played in a really cool band called Frontiers, which featured uh, the main guy from the band Elliot, which is a, another really cool 90s band to check out if you haven't heard them. I have not listened to this stuff yet, but I'm excited to hear it. Uh, we also have the band Real. Uh, who are from Seattle, Washington. Uh, my homie Rusty plays in this band. I listened to a couple tracks off of it, and I thought it was real cool. Although, full disclosure, even when I say that we have friends in these bands, um, that does not mean we pull any punches. If we think it sucks, uh, we still say it sucks. And uh, so far, nobody's gotten salty about it, so keep that same energy. Uh, you know what I mean? If you're going to... There's... Don't take the shit personally. Like I said, we're not critics. We like we like punk and hardcore. Even even the shit that I hate, I would much rather be doing this and talking about it and listening to it than pretty much anything else. So take that for uh, for what you will. 
then we also have the Touchheads with their release uh, Nostalgia is Poison. This is a punk band from Boston. Um, I listened to one track off of this. My homie Meyer sent this to me thinking that I would love it, and he was correct. The track that I heard off of this I really, really liked. Nate, I think that you'll, you'll dig this shit if we get around to it. Um, we also have Sidetracked with their latest LP, Hollowed Out. Uh, it's a fast core band that's been around for a long time from Tacoma uh, that my homie Jay plays in. Um, I've heard some of their other stuff, and it's really, it's really fucking cool. Um, they're definitely holding it down for faster hardcore bands, and not a lot of bands are doing that right now. And then finally, we've got the band Symbiote with the release of the same name, uh, a band from Atlanta, Georgia that I know nothing about. Um, so yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I think we'll just jump straight into it, roll the D10, and see what we're uh, starting off with. Four. All right, one, two, three, four. Okay, cool. So the first one that we're going to tackle today is Time Spiral. Nate, the Bandcamp for that is just timespiralmke.bandcamp.com. They put this out in June, so this is a pretty recent release. Um, I don't know anything about how this sounds. I saw Rob posting about it, and uh, he and I had not gotten around to listening to it yet, and then he hit me up and asked if we would feature it, so I threw it in the queue, and we finally got around to it. So I'm hoping this is good, because I really like Rob, uh, so I would, you know, I would hate to tell him that his band sucks. Um, hate to terminate that friendship. I, you know what? I think Rob is pretty thick-skinned. Um, Rob really likes new metal and shit, and I think gets razzed by all of his friends about that enough. Rightfully so. Rightfully so, indeed. Um, but I think he gets razzed about that enough that he's got a thick skin, so if we don't like this, I'm sure that our friendship will, will be preserved nonetheless. Okay. Um, what song you want to listen to? Um, let's go with the opener, Six Hours. Six Hours? Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're going to listen to Six Hours by Time Spiral off of their uh, June release, Life's Just a Promise, and then we will check back in with you in a second.
All right, that was the track Six Hours by the band Time Spiral from Milwaukee off of their uh, Life's Just a Promise 7-inch, or I think it's a 7-inch. It might just be digital right now. Um, Nate, what would you think about that? Uh, thank God it wasn't any longer. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's uh, that's a strong... Just, that's just not my, my, my stuff. Right, right. Yeah. I, I'm not really into the, you know, metallic New York-informed hardcore. You you said straight up, that's a Madball riff at the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, that shit just doesn't stick with me. Yeah. Um, you know, angry lyrics about your your crazy wacky life. <laughs> you know, yeah, me being a loca. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that shit just I. Again, there's no reason for me not to like it, given the other things that I do like. Right. But I just don't. It just doesn't stick with me. Yeah, that's fair. Um. The the bellowing, the crowbar bellowing, uh-huh. and the breakdown. Yeah, yeah. Um, I couldn't tell if it was a belch. <laughs> Or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't hit me right. It either. sounded like they were trying to hit like a, a an extended riff on a belch there for a second. You uh-huh. know, um, I don't know. It just didn't didn't do anything for me. Yeah. So I so I I have a little bit more affection for this style of stuff uh, than you do. I I really like. We've talked about it on previous episodes. I really like Madball and, and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, that intro riff. As soon as I heard it, I was like, oh shit, that's a, that is a Madball riff to a T, which. I wasn't really mad at. Um, I actually thought the music in this was really well executed. I thought the the bouncier riffs in this were really cool, uh, very head nodding. Um, I thought that the breakdown at the end was was too much. I I know what you were going for. You you were they were aiming for a, a, a Marauder thing, um, and I and I really like Marauder, um, but I could have kind of done without it. The Again, we've talked about it before. I think trimming the fat is always good. You know, three-minute hardcore songs are, are pushing their luck for me. And I think if if they would have ended after that second sort of bouncy part, they would have had a stronger track with this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I also think... So, So like I said, I think the music's really good. I really dug it. Um, the vocals are, are, are pretty weak for me. I did not fuck with the vocals. Uh, the delivery and the lyrics, uh, neither of which... Neither, neither of those spoke to me. Um... Yeah, that the 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 bellow over the breakdown. It was aiming for crowbar, but it, it as you already pointed out, it arrived somewhere closer to uh, to belch. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like I mean, yeah, it was you know competently played, everything like that. I have no any, anything about issues with that. It's just that's just not my jam. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and so yeah, this stuff it, it can very much be my jam um, in the right instance. And and like I said, uh, I thought the music was was really sick. It had me nodding my head. I would now anytime that we give uh, heavy quotes around this suggestions on this show, take that with a grain of salt because uh, our suggestions mean jack shit and will not are are in no way guaranteed to to net you uh, better results with with people's opinion about your band or anything of that nature. So anytime we give a suggestion, just keep in mind it means fuck all. But my suggestion would be to maybe go back to the drawing board with the vocals a little bit. Um, I don't know who's doing vocals for this band, Rob. If it's you. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry to throw shade, um, but I, I just felt like they're they could be executed a, a little bit better. They didn't they didn't stand up to the quality of the music, which I thought was actually quite good. Um, so that's my feeling about it. I don't I don't have a whole lot of other thoughts about it. I thought it was cool. It didn't blow me away, but I did think it was generally well done, and I would like to see it live. It seems like it would be fun. Um, so yeah, I'm, and I think I, I maybe uh, maybe I'll put the rest of that release on in the car on the way home and, and see what I feel about the rest of the tracks. But uh, you want to roll the uh, D10 and see what we land on next? All righty.
Seven. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Okay, cool. So this is real from Seattle, Washington. Uh, which ver- which spelling of real? The uh, not not fishing real. Okay. R e l r e a l h c dot bandcamp dot com. Now there was another hardcore band a few years back called Real um, that had to change. Now they started off with the name Spirit Animal, then they <laughs> got sued by some bar rock band and had to change their name to Real. Um, and they put out a really good 7-inch and then I don't think did anything else. So hopefully you guys do more than that. Um, I don't think anybody remembers that band other than me and like my friend Scott Kilcoin. So uh, you're probably in the clear on using the name. But uh, yeah, so I listened to like a couple tracks off of this and it was like 3 a.m. Um, but I liked what I heard in my delirious state. Um, so we'll see if uh, at 10 p.m. I feel the same about it as I did Uh one of the, the the guy playing, I I think guitar in this is a guy named Rusty who I talk to online fairly frequently. He used to play in a, another band that's kind of popping right now called Safe and Sound. Um, Nate, yeah, well, let's tr- just get to it. What what track do you want to listen to? Let's go with track two, The Tell. The Tell. All right, cool. So we're gonna listen to The Tell by Real off of their 2019 demo. was the song The Tell by the band Real off of their 2019 demo. Nate, hit us. Uh, nothing wrong with that. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Dude sounded like Dan from No For An Answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Uh, I got no problem. I like No For An Answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, middle of the road, fucking early youth crew inspired hardcore. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think that stuff is pulling from a lot of the sort of um, what a lot of people might consider the also rans of the of that first youth crew wave, um, like Upfront and shit like that. You know what I mean? Uh, but I really like bands like Upfront. I really like bands. I like those proto youth crew bands like No yeah. For An Answer a lot. Um, and like I'm a huge I don't know I'm a huge sucker for that era of stuff. So 
even though a band like Upfront or Instead might get written off by more casual fans of that that genre and that subset of hardcore, I really like all those bands a lot, and they were super important to me growing up. So stuff like this um, works for me pretty well. Mid-paced, song length is right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll listen to this. Mm -hmm. Probably buy it if I saw them at a show. Sure. Not going to track it down. Right. Um, One thing I will say, I don't like songs about being straight edge. Uh Uh-huh. I think that's dumb. Yeah, okay, go on. I've long held that if you have to like sing about the challenge of being straight edge, then you shouldn't be straight edge. Yeah, but that's not what this song was about. No, but like it's talking about don't forget where you came from. I don't think that's um, I don't think that's what it is. I don't think that's the vibe I'm getting. I'm getting the vibe that this is more of a straight edge dude looking in on other straight edge dudes and that being the only thing that they have to relate to other people and how like soon enough that's the only thing they're going to have left like he's talking about like making judgments about people you know what i'm saying i think this is a lot more thoughtful than that i get but straight edge is a dumb thing to sing about it's not if you're like a couple of songs that minor threat wrote Uh you know and a handful of other songs yeah but now nowadays Mm -hmm. it's it's come on that's a fair point of view, but I still love I still love songs about straight edge. Yeah, I, I don't. love it. They I get don't. me fucking hyped. Like, you know, I, it, it gets back to like the the whole gang vocal thing too in the last uh-huh. episode, where you know, like I don't need affirmation. Right. I don't need my buddies telling me it's okay to, you know, do this or do that, and uh, or anything like that. And I don't know. Now you're right. I did look at the lyrics there, but I actually read them. I was listening to them in the song and stuff. And, yeah. And uh, you know. I don't know. I, th- I just think that as a concept, singing about straight edge is about as limiting as singing about Jesus. Yeah, you're not wrong. You know what I mean? You're like, there's wrong. only a few things you can say about Jesus, right? Right. As a in, in, in Christian music, and if you were to read the lyrics, they're all about you know the, the basically the same shit. Yeah. And it's always it's the same thing with straight edge too. <clears throat> you might as well write a song about um, different ways to cook hot dogs. <laughs> It's only a couple. <laughs> I think. <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. Right? There's only a couple. Uh-huh. So, and honestly, like, like we said before, you get passes based on your age, mm-hmm. right? Your, your, your demography, sure. right? Um, if straight edge is your fucking identity that you're fronting. Right. Um, past, say, well, it doesn't count until you're 21. Okay, fair enough. But then you basically have four years. Where that can be like your main identifier. Where they are, you're like fronting that. Yeah. And then after that, you need to just like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm into other things. This isn't like the one thing that defines me. Sure, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't, I haven't had anything to drink since I was 17 years old. Mm. So what's that like? way over half of my life mm-hmm. you know what I, you know what i mean yeah that's uh, 25 years 25 years yeah and uh i never think about it right i literally never think about it yeah i have a straight edge tattoo it was my first tattoo when i was like 19 mm-hmm. 20 right yeah 20 and that's it yeah and uh it's hidden mm-hmm. they're hidden by and large yeah and uh it's just not important to me as a as a group identifier 
Sure. Yeah. And and I think so. I I think that's also the thing that kind of like separates the wheat from the chaff with that shit is like if it is predominantly a social signifier for you, then you're going to get over it. Right. Because like that's not a strong enough reason to do anything for a long period of time, because no. eventually all of those people are going to go their separate ways and do other things. Right. And yeah, I so if somebody's in their like late teens, early 20s and going super hard on straight edge, it gets me psyched. Um, that's definitely the age to do it. That's the age that I did it. And then probably around 25, I was like, okay, cool. You know, like there's other shit. Yeah. And, and I will say too, this applies to anything that you like or identify with, not just straight edge. If you lead with a singular aspect of who you are or what you like, then you probably need to, uh, consider a more multifaceted approach to how you identify and socialize and interact with the world in general. Yeah. Yeah, It's just a limiting thing. Sure. Sure. Like, you know, when you're younger, you want to fly your flag and let people know what you're about. Right. I don't want anybody to know anything about me now. <laughs> right. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. And most don't, people don't, don't feel that way. But I don't I want it. you to know anything about me. I yeah. don't want you to. To I, I don't want anybody to just look at me and say, "Oh yeah, I know what that. What's up with that guy?" Yeah. You know, I don't want. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want to be lumped in with anything. Yeah. And uh, especially now, like, like everybody has a fucking group identifier. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, from everything, like, your stupid fucking Hogwarts stickers on your car and your stupid fucking Star Wars shit. No one gives a shit if you like Star Wars. Check this out. Everyone fucking likes Star Wars. (laughs) So, like, there's nothing fucking cool about it. There's nothing unique about it. Yeah. Right? Your fucking Harry Potter bullshit and your shit like that, your fucking duck commanders, your fucking bone collectors growing up here, like growing up here, but living here in the Midwest. Yeah. You know, with all the fucking necks and the hunters and shit like that. Who gives a shit? Yeah. No one gives a shit what you're into. No one gives a shit about your fucking kids or your wife or your house or you. Just fuck off. Well, straight edge is cooler of, than all those things. Yeah, but barely. <laughs> barely. <laughs> like, it's, an, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sick way to live because it keeps you out of a lot of stupid self-inflicted trouble. Right. But as like a cool thing, not really, and like, <laughs> and like older dudes that are that are about it, uh-huh. it's a kind of a creepy youth pastor vibe. It can be for sure, for you know? sure. Yeah, like, mm, no, yeah, no. So what? You don't fucking drink. You don't smoke. You're right. You 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 probably use the fucking revised King James version of Straight Edge where you do fuck, um, <laughs> but uh, you know you don't drink. You don't smoke. You don't do any drugs cool right who gives a shit yeah for sure i mean so like when if i'm in a social setting and somebody asks if i would like a drink and this is like a surefire bet right if i'm with somebody and someone asks if they and i know that they're straight edge and someone asks and we're all adult people and someone asks like oh hey do you want a drink and they're like i'm straight edge i'm like yeah fuck this guy yeah, really fuck get, this get guy the fuck out i'm just uh, my my go-to answer is no thanks i want to hold them down and dump it in their mouth and be like not anymore <laughs> Yeah, so my my go to my go to answer is you know no thanks. If somebody presses me, yeah, uh, no, I don't I don't really drink. Yeah, you know what I mean. If someone asks why, you, actually, if they're pressing that hard, I'll usually tell them fuck off. None of your fucking business. Why? You know what I mean. But yeah, like it's if you're over a certain age and you're leading in social se- settings with like pridefully declaring that you're straight edge, that's a really fucking corny look. That said. Certain songs about straight edge do still get me incredibly hype. It's one of the few things that still does get me stoked. Um, just because I hate the world so much. And I hate fucking bar culture. 
And like, not to go, I'm not going to go on a, on a fucking diatribe here or anything, but I do genuinely think that the way that we glorify, especially like bar and college culture in the West, I think it's genuinely fucking psychotic. Like, it's fucking psychotic. Yeah. Thousands of families are ripped apart every day. People die in fucking car wrecks. It's just, it's fucking psychotic. Right. So, because of my deep, deep hatred for how, how ingrained that shit is in our culture, stuff about straight edge does still get me pretty hype in the right setting. Yeah, it doesn't for me. Just that's right. Just like, like I said, a couple minor threat songs. Yeah. You know? I think that's fair. It's a couple, that, that's about it. If I'm feeling particularly shitty mm-hmm. in select company, you know, I'll I'll take a couple digs. Like I got an old friend, one of my oldest friends. Yeah. And uh, you know, he's the, he he was like the dude that got me into like punk and hardcore back in the day. Right. And when he like at 27 or 28, I I forget how old he was, but it was nearing 30. At that point, you're a granddad in straight edge terms. Right. And he was like broke the news to me that he wasn't edge anymore like i was gonna fucking jump up and start fucking reciting like you know chain of strength lyrics or some <laughs> shit at him and i was like yeah so what like he was sweating it and everything like that yeah but you know like uh went to his wedding mm-hmm. in the fucking gift basket for wedding guests with some beers brewed at like some friend of his that owns a fucking pub in pittsburgh mm-hmm. and uh you know there's some beers that say, hey thanks for the poison asshole <laughs> right and then I, I kept going like oh wow so glad to uh celebrate your wedding with uh one of the leading causes of spousal abuse uh cool let's just drink this the fuel for domestic violence down and shove it down our gullets because we're cool adults now like i you know if you really push me on it i'll fucking list off 101 reasons right but um if you if if you uh, want to talk about the X, right? Fuck off. Yeah, that's fair. That's a. I think that's a totally fair stance. Uh, I think I think both both approaches are fine. If you feel like Nate does, more power to you. I ain't mad at you. If you still get stoked about songs about straight edge, I ain't mad at you either. Um, let's roll the uh, let's roll the D ten. Five. All right. One, two, three, four, five. All right. Cool. So. This is uh, this is a front from Chicago. Um, the the record is called a demonstration of an affront. Um, so it's their uh, it's their demo. Uh, I already know this is really good, but uh, Nate, you, we didn't listen to this together, did we? I think. I think I think I've listened to this, but I'm not sure. Let's go with the the slow burner at a minute and twenty one narrative. Okay, cool. So we're gonna hear narrative by affront off their demo. Make my death, make me 
right, that was the song Narrative by uh, the new Chicago band Affront featuring not new folks playing in it. Um, Nate, what'd you think of that? You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, that's sure. uh, straightforward hardcore. Two or three parts, maybe. Yep. You know, the recording's good. Mm-hmm. It's got that perfect, dirty, nasty, but you can hear everything to it. Yep. Um, one of my favorite things about a lot of stuff like that, I was re- trying to read the, along with the lyrics, mm-hmm. and um, he can't fit all the lyrics into the yeah. lines. I was thinking so the same thing. He just like cuts out. You know, there's like seven words in the line but he only manages to get like three of them in right because he can't fit them all yeah um there's something that i i don't know is i do like about that because mm-hmm. uh it sounds dumb right <laughs> yeah you know does. what i mean yeah, like yeah. you want the lyrics to sound smart right but they sound dumb because you can't keep you can't get them all in there yeah. so that tells me you should probably cut some of them down probably yeah but nevertheless um yeah i like that yeah, it's super, um, it's like kind of quintessentially Midwest. Uh, that specifically sounds super, super Detroit. Um, it sounds like something that yeah. would come from John Brandon and crew. He, he's got actually a, uh, he's got a very Brandon delivery on this. Yes, he does. Um, for the uninitiated, um, John Brandon from Negative Approach, Laughing Hyenas is uh, who we're, we're talking about. And there's even, uh, I even feel like there's some more rocked out elements of this that are reminiscent of something like easy action or laughing hyenas you know what i mean right 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 um it it feels very detroit which is something that i'm never never mad at it's just stripped down sped up rock and roll yeah exactly that's what it is and you can't go wrong with that um i mean and the dudes that are playing in the band i mean ebro i don't know him Mm -hmm. but i know him when i see him because he's been in like every fucking major heart chicago hardcore band since the 90s right and even you know He's been around for fucking ever. Yeah. You know, and so, uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I know him when I see him. I mean, when you look at his discography and you mm-hmm. look at the bands he's been in, they're all your favorite Chicago bands. Right. MK Ultra, Los Crudos, Charles Bronson, mm-hmm. right? Just goes on and on and on. So, yeah, yeah I like it. Can't go wrong. Uh, when, you, when I see his name atta- attached to something, mm-hmm. I know what I'm going to get. Sure. Yeah. Yes, for sure. So that stuff rules. Um, I've listened to the the whole release a few times. I dig it all. It all rips. If you like that track, you'll like the rest of it. Um, I have no idea how often they're going to play shows because, uh, like I said, they're all old heads. I hope that they play because I would really like to catch them. Um, I think they've played at least a show or two. This sounds like so. This sounds like a pet project. Yeah. Like there's going to be a demo. There's going to be a couple seven inches. Right. And then that's that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, well, if that's the case, so it goes, but at least we got this out of them. Yeah. Um, you want to roll the dice, see what's up next? Sure. Uh, ten. Okay. This is Symbiote, uh, with the release of the same name from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I know nothing about this band. They were, uh, sent to me on Twitter. I'm not sure if it was by a member or just a homie or what. Um... The uh, Bandcamp is symbioteatl.bandcamp.com. Hopefully that's a reference to the symbiote from Spider-Man, the Venom symbiote. Uh, Hopefully it's not. Why why hopefully not? Shit's overplayed. It's dumb. Uh, Well, that fucking fucking movie, come on. What, the the Venom? Yeah, I mean, that movie fucking sucks. Yeah, he's like one of the best villains in Marvel. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, or anti-heroes, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, you know, who gives a shit? 
That movie sucked. Yeah, Fucking throw it in the trash bin. I mean, I agree, but if they are named symbiote after Venom, I doubt that it's because they were inspired well, by Venom. You also the film. do understand that that's a biological term that uh, precedes course. Marvel Comics. Of course, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, what track do you want to listen to? What, what, what are we looking at? It's symbioteatl.com. Yeah, I know, but which, uh, which uh, recording? It's the newest one, uh, the one up top, self titled one. What about, the, uh, what about the track No Cops in Grant Park? Um, so I hate to break it to you, mm-hmm. but, uh, okay, we are still within a year. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, this came out in November last year. I didn't even see that. We're still within a year. Yeah, so we have a, we have, in case you're un, uh, unaware, we have kind of a hard and fast rule that, uh, whatever you send us needs to have been released within a year, because we're trying to do new shit. We ain't trying to be on that old shit, so. But this came out in November last year, so we're, we're, we're still good. All right, so let's check out. We don't want to do intro because that's bullshit. Yeah. Let's do No Cops in Grand Park. Okay, cool. So we're going to listen to that and hit you back in a sec. That was a song called uh, No Cops in Grant Park by the band Symbiote. Nate, what'd you think? Uh, I guess music was okay. Mm-hmm. I like, if shit's going to sort of be along that tip, I like it to be a little faster, a little peppier. Yeah, more so do beat. I. Yeah. Um, music was okay. It must be like, I don't, I've never been to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know anything about Grant Park. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's no cops there. Okay. Reading the lyrics, I'm just, I think, Maybe there's a lot of rich people killing and raping people in Grant Park. That's certainly what it seems like. It seems like there's rich people coming in from the suburbs to to kill and rape people in Grant Park. That's what the lyrics seem to indicate. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's what they're actually writing about, but uh, it seems to be that um, if you're a rich person, Grant Park is a veritable playground of obscenity. <laughs> uh, but if you're not a rich person, don't go to Grant Park. Yeah, steer clear of uh, Grant Park. You don't want to be there. Because there's no there's no cops there to help you. Yeah, <laughs> just rich people to rape you and kill you. Yeah, this seems more. This seems like a incredibly uh incredibly local. Yeah, in scope because without any context, I'm not sure exactly what they're singing. I mean, they're singing about rich people being bad, which I always relate to. Yeah, um, but beyond that, I, I'm not sure of the specifics. Right, right. <laughs> it just seems like Grant Park is a nightmarish place. Bloodthirsty shooting ground for rich people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the most dangerous game. 
<laughs> yeah, they're just they're hunting humans. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, musically, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. I, I like, I, like I said, I like shit like that a bit. Play with a bit more urgency and zip. I agree. Um, whatever. Yeah, sure. I, I was pretty ambivalent. Um, it, it was fine. Um, I don't, I don't have a lot to say about it because I don't hate it. I don't love it. And I'm not sure what it's actually about. And I'm not really totally sure what it's about other than rich people being bad. Um, but this seems like it's about very specific rich people. Um, Maybe maybe this man has or person I don't want to assume maybe this individual has had some bad experiences in Grant Park with some rich folks trying to rob him and cheat him and lie to him. Maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe that's what rich people do to just sort of get their rocks off. You know, they uh-huh. they uh, they're bored being rich. Yeah. So they uh, I mean it's 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 definitely sort of like. Uh, a writing prompt for numerous tales, mm-hmm. whether it be sci-fi or classic writing, such as The Most Dangerous Game. Right. Right? Rich people get bored with being rich, so what do they do? They hunt the poor. <laughs> well, if that's what's happening down in Grant uh, Grant Park, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to you. I, it looks uh, like you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> I guess get, you know, take advantage of the Second Amendment and arm yourself. Because... Here's a nice, but here's a nice thing about killing rich people. Uh-huh. Lots of loot. Tons of loot. Tons of loot. So, no, if you could turn the tables on them in Grant Park, like let the rich people in, right? Uh-huh. You're watching, you, you're picking up their patterns. You see them go in, kind of like raccoons getting in your garage. You know how they're getting in, right? Uh-huh. And then you seal the entrance. Yeah. You take them out. You got lots of loot. I bet you their wallets are stacked with cash. <laughs> That's so. So, there you go, Symbiote. Um, right now, it seems like you're really upset about what's going on in Grant Park, but you could turn the tide. You could. Uh, you could wage war, and you could win that war. And apparently there's no cops, and no one gives a shit. Exactly. It's a fucking free-for-all. Take advantage of it. Yeah. So uh, that's Make what, that paper. That's what I took away from Symbiote. Yeah. Hopefully you took away something Kind of makes me want to go to Grant Park. Fucking <laughs> me too. Get some fat stacks of cash. We, we got a veritable arsenal between us, so we can, we can arm up, go down to Atlanta, and make a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. A little De Niro this weekend. I'd like to see some rich person take advantage of me. <laughs> I would love that's to see that. never happened. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's roll the dice. Three. Okay, let's see what we got at number three. Okay, so this is something I think that we're bound to, to, to hate. Um, well, let's not presume. I think we can presume. If it's tagged White Belt Screamo, I think we can presume. Let's see. Uh, so this is Prissy. It's the solo project of an individual named Jesse Major, who I occasionally interact with on the internet, and they sent this over to me. Um, it's just prissy.bandcamp.com. Um, it looks like this is the only... Looks, looks like this is their only release so far. Um, they've got a full length coming in autumn of 2019. Um, let's see. Well, the songs are fucking short. So so maybe this is sassy white belt shit in the vein of like... So that that leads me to believe this is going to be like Bucket Full of Teeth or Orchid or something. Yeesh. Which, now, when I was a kid, I really liked that kind of stuff. We talked about it on a previous episode. A lot of that shit yeah. did not hold up well for me. But I do still, I, I do still enjoy shit like working. Stuff. This is this seems like the title. Everything you needed to know about being nervous. It's ten seconds long. It right. takes me longer than ten seconds to say that. <laughs> My first existential crisis. It's twenty six seconds long, and then the rest of the songs are single word. This sounds like it's trying very hard to be obtuse. Yeah. Well, there's a whole, there's a whole subsect of like 
that sort of like turn of the century like false grind yeah, white belt grind that was all on that shit like early daughters and yeah, stuff yeah, like that yeah, you know yeah. what i mean so in this case i kind of want to do the opposite of what we normally do which I'm is look for hell the, yeah instead of looking for the shortest song hell that's two that's two minutes i think we go and it's the to closer hell. here's here's my argument against hell is with a lot of these releases they'll put like some sort of like ultra obtuse arty slow burner last that doesn't really mm. represent the rest of the, the release so right. i would say let's do either adore or january well, or we could literally do the first six tracks mm. in less than um, two and a half minutes. We we certainly could, if you want to. That's up to you. Why don't we start with number one? Okay. And then we'll see if we can endure six 25-second songs in a row from Prissy. Okay, fair enough. And if we can't, we'll kill it. Okay, so there you go. That's the plan as of right now. Uh, let's see how it goes. So we just heard the uh, the first four tracks by Prissy off of their release "Everything You Need to Know About Being Nervous." Nate, I want you to go ahead and and uh, give us your honest appraisal of that. Uh, that was laughable. <laughs> that that was um, you're trying way too hard to be weird, uh-huh. and you it's just not working. It comes off as pretentious and obnoxious. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, laughable. Like I don't like. I I typically don't fucking like. You know, you write songs about whatever the fuck it is you write songs about. But like, I was actually laughing out loud <laughs> at the third track because the song was so like adore the longest one on there because the you know it was like this poppy synthy sort of stuff. Right. And then it just sounded like that guy crying and barfing at the same time <laughs> about bruises and and then like, um. Boy, I tell you what, a big pet peeve of mine. Uh-huh. Spell your fucking words out. Is what was there a song title on there that's like abbreviated? No, if you look at the lyrics, right? Uh-huh. 
like all grammatical errors aside, right? Yeah. I mean, I get it. You're trying to be fucking weird, you know. Hey, check it out. We're cool. We text and stuff. This is how this is how the new next generation talks, bro. <laughs> we use our thumbs to express our emotions. Uh, paint on your walls. Y R instead of Y O U R because you know that O and that U. What a pain in the ass. It takes yeah. To it put that in lot, there. Takes up a lot of space. Uh, cover my teeth with Y R teeth P L S. Okay. Boy, does that fucking chap my ass. And you can call me old, but Jesus fucking Christ. So I think there's a few instances of that where I don't mind it. Like Sonic Youth will do like a year, like a with a YR. I think it can be like aesthetically okay if it's in like a song title. I can get mm. down with it. Um, but mm. in the actual lyrics, no, I'm not with it. Especially not in this context. No. Th- this was... There's literally nothing I liked about this. No. I listen to stuff that is unlistenable. Mm-hmm. And similar in, I guess, tone mm-hmm. to this, in song length and structure and everything, mm-hmm. but totally different in intent. Right, right. Right? And this, the intention of this is to fucking make a little bit of fucking noise in, you know, the, the flat that you're sharing with a couple other people while you're passing time at the, you know, this stage of your life. Mm. You got your girlfriend on there, whoever you know, doing little voiceovers and stuff. The, the lyrics of the first song are, in fact, the title of the first song. This mm-hmm. is everything you know about having an existential crisis. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Come on. Yeah. It's not... I got no time for that shit. No, it's... Is this art? I don't fucking think so. Uh, yeah, so... Um... Yeah, I really, I really hated this a lot too. Um, I mean, shit, with the, with the lyrics and the and the genre that this exists in, I'm afraid of going too hard on this because I don't want I don't want any harm to come to Jesse Major. You know what? <laughs> but the thing is, I think that most of the shit that's within this genre is like performative. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but yeah, yeah, right. It's all fake. Right, exactly. Like, what the fuck do you actually know about having an ex- existential crisis? Yeah. Nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't want to make that judgment call about Jesse. Maybe maybe you know a lot about having an existential I, I, I will make that judgment call about humanity for, in, in large, right? Because, okay. like, there are people whose very existence is a crisis. Right. You know yes. what I mean? Okay, yeah. Like, like let's let's think about the big picture here. Mm-hmm. There is virtually nothing that could happen to most people in this country, right? That deserves the grand title of existential crisis. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. That's, I think that's a very fair assertion. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not being chased down because of the fucking, you know. The, the fucking God you believe in and like under siege in a mountaintop like people were, you know, when like in, in, in fucking Syria. Right. For, for like months and months and months on end. Yeah. That's a fucking existential crisis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not a fucking Uyghur Muslim locked up in a goddamn concentration camp that the world refuses to acknowledge somewhere in the backwaters of China. Right. That's an existential crisis. <laughs> and there's surely not, there's nothing motivating you enough to get off your ass and do something other than make that foppish shit. 
uh-huh. that you know is like motivating you to do something. Like I don't know, people pissed off about the fact that they're probably going to have to live under the thumb of Xi Jinping over in fucking Hong Kong, and they've been rioting for fucking thirteen weeks. Right. That's an existential crisis. Yeah. Somebody crying in their fucking room about whatever heartbreak the internet hit them with that day, mm-hmm. that's not an existential crisis. <laughs> I think that is incredibly fair, yeah. Um, and I don't know, man. I, I, I have no idea how old Jesse is. Um, if you're 19 and you don't have perspective, it's cool. If you're 30... Yo, you got to take this shit back to the drawing board, dog. Take it, take it straight to the round file, into the trash it goes. Yeah. Um, th- this whole genre, this whole approach uh, to making music, there's a fucking reason that, by and large, this did not make it out of the MySpace era. It's because it's not fucking good. And, and, and you know what? There are very few instances in which I'm going to just make a point-blank judgment call and say, like, hey, a whole genre or a whole sort of uh, philosophy surrounding an approach to music is just is for the fucking dogs. But if there is any, it's, it's this. It's, it's, it fucking smacks of fucking laziness. The, like, okay. it, is, it, here, it is false on every fucking level. Every level. Every level. It's just, it's, it's... Uh, Oof. It's <laughs> I don't want to get I don't want to go off on one too hard because you just did and it's but it's very rare that hearing something that exists because I'm so forgiving for punk and hardcore and shit that exists in that world because like I want to give people a, a tip of the hat for trying and for at least being involved in something that's an alternative to the mainstream bullshit that we're bombarded with but like I'm sorry to me this shit really has no fucking place existing next to anything that we've listened to tonight false on every level and and again this is just to be clear um you know this is not jesse i ain't trying to fucking come for you i'm sure i'm sure you're you're a fine individual um but this is also what you signed up for (laughs) and uh and we're not pulling punches on this shit i really really hate this and everything like it and i hope that uh, no one ever decides to make anything that, that, that sounds like this again or that has this general aesthetic uh, approach and disposition because it offends every sensibility that I have about music and art and it makes me upset. And that's how I honestly feel about it. You're, it's going to be a revel in this, listeners, because it's rare that you're going to get, uh, that something's going to evoke this visceral reaction from me, but I really fucking hate this shit a lot. So... Let's uh, roll the dice and hope that the next thing we hear brings Isn't us prissy. brings us some joy. <laughs> well, it's no matter what it is, it's gonna make me happier than this. Six. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, cool. So this is love and trust. Um, yeah, like I said, this is uh, brand new Louisville stuff from uh, from my homie Matt, who was in Mouthpiece. Um, I'm not sure who else is in this, um, but everybody down there is. I mean, I think there are a lot of really fucking competent musicians down there. So I'm not sure if this is younger kids playing with Matt or other people in his uh, general age group. But the Bandcamp is just uh, loveandtrust.bandcamp.com. And this just dropped, like, I want to say a little bit over a week ago. So this is brand new. And I have no idea what to expect with this, other than that I hope that it's good because I like Matt a lot. So, Uh, That's not it. We've got... Uh, I think I got it. You got it? 
Uh, the font looks right. The art looks right. This has got to be it. Yeah. Um, what? Yep, that's it. Uh, what track you want to listen to? They're all pretty much of this uh, same length, more or less, between one and a half and two minutes long. Uh, uh, let's go, let's go with the rules of the body. Rules of the body. All right. So we're gonna listen to "Rules of the Body" by Love and Trust, and we'll holler back at you. We just heard the track Rules of the Body by the band Love and Trust from Louisville, Kentucky. Nate, take it away. Sounded exactly what I expected it to sound like. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, mid-tempo, modern hardcore. Yeah. You know, it like go, it, 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 it harkens back to like, you know, older formats and older styles, but it's played contemporaneously. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it has that production and everything. Right. And so, um, I don't love it. I don't hate it. Um. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't grab me. I, like I said, I always want things to be fucking like more ripping and more angry. Sure. And less uh, less uh, tempered. Yeah, I feel that. And, uh, you know, it's fine. Yeah. I would, I would give this, um, I would give this a solid pretty good. Uh, I, I definitely liked it. I feel more or less the same as you do in the sense that it didn't like reach out and like, suck me in which is what i'm hoping for anytime i hear something new but it was good it was really well performed um i think it's um it's knowing matt's sensibilities this is exactly what i would expect um from the layout everything knowing the bands that matt plays in now matt that has played in um he's they're definitely pulling from like the era of new york hardcore that maybe 
or not the era, but rather the the sort of um, the portion of New York hardcore that's not as heralded, like shit like Super Touch and stuff like that, where there's a melodic sensibility. Right. It's the youth crew dudes after they kind of graduated from that. Right. And you got dudes like Tom Capone who could play the fucking a- their ass off. Right, right, right. And we're doing things that are a little bit more interesting. So I think this is kind of that updated with a modern uh, makeover and, as you said, sort of cleaner, more modern producti- production. Um, I thought the lyrics were really good. Matt's a in- really intelligent dude. Um, you know, he's talking about... Uh, throwing off sort of um, the uh, the binding shackles of society's expectations and uh, sort of false limitations that they place on sex and how people conduct themselves within their private relationships and shit. And the lyrics are really good. They're uh, very well written. Um, I always like when... It's always nice to see older folks uh, making hardcore music not talking about good old day bullshit yeah. and like actually... Taking the years well, of wisdom that they should. Hold, hold on, let's not get into that. Okay, I'm waiting for to get one of those bands because boy, do I want to lay into it. Okay, well, I, I don't know if we'll get one this episode. I don't I don't think we have. I any know, other but yeah, ideas. I know what you're saying. Like yeah. the, like the old guys telling you how things really turn out when the right. ideals of your youth fade, and you got you got to deal with old guy shit that you trapped yourself with. Right. Yeah. Matt is very much not that dude. Good. Uh, Matt is a, a dude who's super super involved in. The, the, the current hardcore scene and new music in general. So I would not expect any sort of backwards-facing fuckery from him. And we got some like good, thoughtful lyrics yeah. over some well-performed, solid, middle-of-the-road uh, hardcore. I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't re- mad at it's it. It's old, reliable hardcore. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, wasn't mad at it at all. Listen to it. Roll down, you know, fucking... It comes on the radio, you know what I mean? Listen to whatever on the radio, you know, pop it in the radio go on a road trip that we listen to that album yeah i'm with it yeah i'm with it good job matt let's uh let's roll the dice again we got a little time three did we already roll three let me just let me see yeah three was prissy Ugh. <laughs> nine okay all right sweet so this is uh this is sidetracked their newest release hollowed out um the band camp is just sidetracked.bandcamp.com um, I interact with Jay, the guitarist of this band, quite frequently. Um, it's my understanding that Sidetracked has been a band for a very long time. If you look at their discography on uh, on Bandcamp, it is a lot of fucking releases. Um, Nate, I think they actually played with your old band. Uh, I think they played with Daisy Cutter. Um, because uh, Jay had mentioned being a big fan of Daisy Cutter, and I think I think you guys may have played together at one point. Yeah, it looks familiar. They do have a ton of fucking records. Well, and they've done splits with bands that are in oh, that world. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they they they've done a couple uh, at least one split with Dispero, fastcore mm-hmm. band from Australia, who I know we've both of we've our played, bands have played, played with, with like, yeah. a few times. Yeah, they've they've done splits with Gride, and mm-hmm. they've been on various To Live a Lie, like a comp stuff. Yeah, I, I do remember playing with these guys. Yeah, sure. So they exist very much in the Organized same world. Organized dorks. Yeah. So there's a lot of turds in that pile. Sure, this band is not one of them. Okay. This band's really fucking yeah. good. Um, so they're they're like the tried and true fast chord formula of like miniaturized hardcore songs. Um, so you can pretty much take your pick. I would like to pick a longer one because. Um, for me, this formula works best when you actually, you're somewhere in the middle where it's not too terribly short. So let's pick one of the longer ones on We're here. We're on Hollowed Out? Yeah, that's the newest release that came out. In oh Hollowed yeah, we got lots year. of mini songs on here. Yeah. Um, let's pick a longer one. Uh, oh, good luck. Uh, Unwarranted is 49 seconds. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's fuck with that one. All right. 
All right, cool. So we're going to listen to Unwarranted by Sidetracked off of their uh, latest LP, Hollowed Out. So we actually just heard two tracks. Uh, the songs are, are so brief that we decided to just do two. Um, so we listened to Unwarranted, and then we listened to the song Paper Thin, both by the band Sidetracked off of their most recent LP, Hollowed Out. Nate, what would you think of that stuff? Uh, it's all right. I mean, there's a lot of really bad stuff in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Not Sidetracked, but in that format right? Like of mini songs yeah. and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where... The first track we listened to, Unwarranted, mm-hmm. for my taste, way too much Unwarranted fucking around at the beginning of the song. Mm-hmm. Just fucking get to it. And, like, the stop and go and all that sort of stuff. You know, lack of interest does that shit. Right. And that's cool. I mean, I'm into it. But, like, fucking get to it. Get right. to the part that rips. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I agree with that. Because um, you only have, on average, 30 seconds to get this done. Right. You know? Let's not fuck around. Let's get straight to it. <laughs> right, yeah, when, yeah. when we played... You know, when we used to play and songs and, and, you know, when we used to do this sort of stuff, it was, let's get right fucking into it. Let's mm-hmm. grab them by the throat. Uh, there's no breaks in between songs if we're playing live. And we're going to hit you with like 25 songs in 11 minutes. Right. And uh, be done. Right. 12 minutes and we're out. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I I like this enough that like, you know, I didn't hate it <laughs> but like yeah there's a lot of stuff there's, there's a lot of bands doing this that you know really suck and like i've said before it's a very lazy way to make noise right and play in a forgiving style mm-hmm. these guys are more competent than a lot of musicians that try this sort of shit yeah very much and, so you know their fucking track record with all the you know albums that they with all the stuff they put out goes to show it sure you know what I mean and the stops and the goes and the stop on a dime and that sort of thing yeah so I think that like the the main thing that just kind of stuck with me with those songs was I want to hear a nastier fucking sound mm-hmm. I want everything to be dripping with venom right and and like everything here was really clear yeah the production on this is a little bit sterile for my for my taste. I agree with that. Um, by and large, I do think that this band is a lot more competent than a lot of bands that exist in that lane. Because, um, yeah, so like, so for for those who don't know, Nate used to play in like a PV 
fast core band called Daisy Cutter. It was very good, but worth checking out if you can find any of their stuff online. But good luck with that. Um, but uh, so I used to see Daisy Cutter all the time. So I've seen them play with a lot of bands that exist in this world. Uh, Nate and I's one of Nate and I's bands have have played with some bands that exist in this world. And it is very true that there's a lot of bullshit in this band. I think in um, this in, in that. or not in this band yet, yeah, but in this world rather. Um, it's similar to the the white belt grind shit that we heard earlier, as you pointed out, it is an easy way for somebody who's lazy and non-committal to do something and just fuck around and right. not really have to challenge themselves to write a good song. Um, but yes, when this is done well and it's fucking fierce and it's to the point, I think that it's a genre that um, has a lot of potential to be fucking it's one of my favorites when it's done well exactly um and yeah so i've listened to a lot of sidetracks other stuff and um in general i think they have a really good track record um i do like this release i have the same qualms with uh with the production being a little bit too clean but in general i really like this stuff it's evocative of uh we mentioned dispero which is an australian fastcore band um i think this kind of evokes um some notes of uh another australian fastcore band extortion kind of feels like extortion you know yeah um here and there but yeah in general i mean if this is if this format of hardcore is your lane then sidetracked is one of the few bands that is doing it right now that's actually doing it incredibly well and that's actually actively releasing things so they put a little bit of effort they put effort into it yeah for sure um so yeah so if you fuck with this and if you're having a hankering for fast corn you can't uh you can't sate it um this is definitely a band worth checking out. Uh, buy their shit, support them. They've been doing it for a really long fucking time, and they're still with it, which is rare. And they're still writing songs that are actually fucking good, which is even more rare. Uh, so yeah, support this band if this is your shit. I fuck with Sidetracked. Um, I think these songs are pretty pretty cool. Yeah, live set should be fun. You know. Yeah. Ten to fourteen minutes, be done. Sure. Um, so let's uh, let's listen to one more track tonight. Okay. And then we'll wrap it up. Uh, it's nine again. That was that was yeah. What we just heard. Five. Did we do five? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five was a front. Ten. Uh, ten was symbiote. God damn it. Seven. Okay. I feel like we get three rolls and then you just pick the next one. Yeah, because seven is uh. Just pick one. Seven is real. Just okay. fucking pick the next one after sidetrack. Okay. Um, let's see what we got on here. Fucking stupid ass. Dice. So let's so let's listen to controlled substance then. Okay. I like the three roll rule. That's a good idea. Um, yeah, let's listen to controlled substance. This is their very first release. Um, like I said, when they emailed me, they described it as first wave U.S. hardcore meets UK '82. It's uh, controlledsubstancehc.bandcamp.com. I got it. Okay, cool. I'm, they got creepy, spooky boots. Yeah, I'm into it. If if the if the music's as good as the art implies, then I will be psyched. Um, what track you want to go with? Let's do something kind of right in the middle of the release, maybe, maybe or Gone Blind. Uh, I was thinking that or Chains, one or the other. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's let's do let's do Chains. All right. All right. Cool. So we're gonna hear the song Chains by Controlled Substance off of their 2019 demo. Cause I'm failure, one by one, 
That was the track Chains by the band Controlled Substance off of their uh, 2019 demo, which dropped in February of this year. Nate, what would you think of that? Uh, that was the first, that was the only band tonight that had my head bobbing the whole time. Mm-hmm. That It was the only thing I felt that was played with like that energy and that urgency and that rawness that I like to hear. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was into it. Yeah, same. I think it, it's, it looks like it'd be fun to see live. For sure. Uh, unless like, you know, there's a bunch of fucking... And and unless like it sucked live, like on the demo, it sounds good. It sounds like that was almost maybe even a live recording, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, you never know. It's it could be a mixed package. Sure. Yeah. You never know what you're gonna get. It might be a bunch of goofing and and, and glooping up there on <laughs> in, in front of everybody as you try to hammer out those songs. Well, I I looked at their Instagram while while we were listening to it, and I. Uh, and they had posted a live video, and it looked like they were going off. Yeah, it looks like people would be going off. Yes, yeah. it looks like because that youthful energy from the mu- from the music that, yeah. that that energy and that urgency, you know, should translate itself over live. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, I think it sounded it was perfect demo recording quality. Totally. Which is just a step down from how I want to hear it actually sound like studio recorded. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything much better than that. Right. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, it was really good. Um, the the art was on point. Um, th- these dudes seem like uh, when I so when I say older, I I mean older in hardcore years. So not older in the scope of the broader scheme of things, but they're not nineteen, twenty, twenty one. They look right. like they're in their mid to late twenties, probably. Well, yeah, and you can kind of tell with what they've put together if this is their first thing. Yeah. They know what they're going for. Right. Like, if this were the first effort of some 18, 19-year-old kids, oh, like, I would be like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it makes sense that these dudes are probably closer to 27, 28, 29. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this stuff was really cool. Um, definitely in my lane. Uh, I mean, anytime I get the descriptors, you know, early 80s U.S. hardcore mixed with UK 82, you know what? As long as those elements are faithfully recreated, I am fucking down yeah, with that you for know? sure like this is perfect don't innovate right just recreate right right because you're not going to improve mm-hmm. just 
try to keep it as good as for sure and and like the the constant sort of like the pseudo d beat going on with the solos were definitely re- re- reminiscent of some some of the uk 82 stuff that i really like like for rookers and shit like that um I, yeah i mean this was really fucking well executed um I got nothing bad to say about this. I would really love to see this stuff live. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I would like to pick up this demo. I don't know. I it's wonder. digital. It's, it's it's only digital. It's, it's fake right now. Hey, put this on. Uh, put this on a tape so I can buy it, please. Because if if you had it on tape, there's a rare moment where I have five bucks in my pocket and I would have ordered it right now. Yeah. So get this on a tape. Uh, I'll buy it from you. Um, if uh, if you like if you like early '80s uh, U.S. hardcore, this is in your lane. Definitely check this out. I'm gonna listen to the rest of this demo when I get home for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, word. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's about all the time we have tonight. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap it up. If you want to submit stuff to us, the best way to do it is via email. It's at demolistenpodcast dot uh, at gmail dot com. Exactly how it's uh, you know, spelled, how it sounds. Um, thank you for everybody who's uh, submitted stuff so far. Thank you to everybody who's listening. Um, it's been rad to uh, get as many listeners as we have. Um, like I said at the beginning of the episode. We're not critics. We're just trying to get people involved and uh, stoked, as stoked on punk and hardcore as we still are after uh, low these many years of involvement. So hopefully this is achieving that for you. If you liked anything that you heard tonight, even if it's the shit that we hated, go out, seek it out, buy it, support it. You know, mm. well Nate's shaking his head no. So um, evidently, don't go support one of them. <laughs> I would not recommend supporting. Don't encourage it. <laughs> Okay, so you, I'll leave the listener up to decide which one I don't want you to encourage. So, other than one thing, go seek it out if you liked it, support it, buy it, and uh, yeah, get involved, stay involved. We'll holler at you next time.